What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Trigger. This is Trigger episode number 388. We're coming up on 400 here. We might have to do something special. I don't know what, but well, who would have thought we'd make it to 400 without getting fired? That's pretty cool. It's kind of... <laughs> Thursday, July 28th, as expected, we are officially in a recession, even though they refuse to admit that it is officially a recession. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he ran away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's totally ridiculous to me. That, it doesn't sound like a So, first, though, yesterday's economic news, the Federal Reserve announcing that it would again be raising interest rates 75 basis points this time, yet again, its fourth consecutive rate hike this year. And if they would have just shocked the economy with 100 to 150 points a couple months ago, some of this could have been avoided. But, you know, apparently I know more than the Federal Reserve and the Secretary of the Treasury and the nation's economists, but <laughs> really, really, really inspires confidence in the government that we have here that the two of us yeah. were able to see this coming before apparently anybody else in the government. Yeah. I mean, it's like their, their go-to now is just to like stick their head in the sand. Have you noticed that? It's like, it, okay, yeah, we'll yeah. just change the language. We'll change the words, you know, like yeah. it's not an invasion. It's an uncontested arrival. No, it's not two consecutive quarters of economic contraction, which equals a recession. And then now it's just like, well, we're not in a recession because I think we're not. <laughs> right, right. It doesn't feel like a recession. Yeah. That's my favorite one. Yeah. Does this feel like a recession to you? Uh, Yeah. And yeah. I think it's what, 84% of Americans agree with us? Yeah. And um, what, 62% are living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, the price of milk of, you know, one of the most common commodity items in grocery stores has gone up what 16 and a half percent so um well so apparently uh someone who is like you know an accountant type yeah. keeps track of their grocery bills and they do kind of an apples to apples comparison year over year yeah they say that their grocery bill has gone up 40 percent oh july over july so, you know, they say inflation is 10%, but that you know, people realize that that's just bullshit. Yeah. Like we said, they doctor the number. And also when they talk about these inflation numbers, they're like, oh, well, you know, if you exclude uh, rent and fuel and groceries, and I'm like, oh, so the three things that yeah. literally everybody needs. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, okay, so it's a 40% increase in the grocery bill, and then there's pain at the pump. So, oh, yeah. hey, you oh, know, yeah. we, you know, you and I, you know, we love the show Pawn Stars. You know, Rick was on Fox News a couple of days ago and he was like, actually, the real inflation number for most Americans is like 20 to 30 percent. You can include everything. So, um, oh, yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned the pain at the pump, right? Their new thing is, oh, my God, gas prices are down to a nationwide average of four dollars and uh, 30 cents. Yeah. And I'm like, uh. Okay, so literally the record high, higher than any other president in the history yeah. of this country, and yeah. you're celebrating that? Also, it's a recession. That's why it's going down. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's why it's going down. It's because oil's going down because we're in a recession. And my buddy literally just 10 minutes ago in the group chat goes, just shout out to Joe Biden for lowering the cost of filling up from $70 to $67.50. Oh, clap it up. <laughs> Clap it up. Uh, you know, yesterday <laughs> I filled up. It was still $99. The first time in months it was below 100 But yeah. when during the Trump administration, I was filling up for 55 Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's just it's ridiculous what's going on in this country right now. We have the 
first, before we move on, so obviously uh, the GDP report this morning, as we've been talking about here, recession, uh, minus 0.9%, which is doctored. I bet you they revise that down later. I would bet my whole savings account that that's going to be revised down to well over a percent of contraction in the second quarter. I would say, was it, I think, over two. Uh, well, you know, there's like, actually like 2.1, 2.3. I, I think I you know, there was there was a weird uh, trade number that came in that's throwing off the calculation here. Mm. Um, and if that hadn't come in, then it would have been certainly over two. I think it probably settles around 1.3 to 1.5. Uh, but this comes after we declined 1.6% in the first quarter. Yeah. Um, and keep in mind, we were projected to grow by 0.8, right? Yeah. Yeah. So really, it's an, almost a 2% miss over projections. Before we move on uh, from the actual numbers here, we got to go over to our good friend, Senator John Kennedy, because, <laughs> you know, he has something great to say about this. Yeah. Roll the clip. The position of the administration is that uh, um, the definition of a recession is whatever is in the teleprompter. And this, this farcical spectacle is kind of embarrassing. Most Americans don't really care about this debate or how many economists can dance on the head of a pen. What they see is a slowing economy and rising prices. It's called uh, classic stagflation. Um, President uh, Biden refuses to acknowledge it. He says, yes, but uh, unemployment is low. Unemployment is low. Well, there's a reason for that. People aren't working. Um, you don't look at the unemployment number, you look at the labor force participation rate. And we've had a lot of people retire and we had a lot of people who refused to go back to work and they're now riding in the wagon and everybody else has got to pull the wagon and the bottom line is the economy sucks. Bottom line is the economy sucks. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, what else? Uh, one last thing on the recession here, and then we can move on to the other all horrible economic news that came out in the last 24 hours. But so Spencer wrote about this, the the new fallback for the White House on what is an official recession. Right. Even though literally forever, the generally accepted principle was that two quarters of the contraction is a recession. Right. Mm -hmm. Literally everybody knows that. Now they say. Well, it's actually the National Bureau of Economic Research that oh. decides whether we're in a recession and whether it starts and ends, right? And while they may be technically, I guess, correct, because it's an unelected, you know, ridiculous bureaucratic body here, Spencer did some digging on this. And we're going to talk more about this next week, but it turns out that every single one of the this committee's members donates to Democrats. Oh. Shocking, right? Shocking, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you dig further into it. Not only are they just, you know, donors or supporters, they are mega donors. Ah. These people are rich as f and they give a ton of money to the Democrats. Of course, they're going to say there's no recession. Exactly. Or, or they do a... 
a nuke. They drop a nuke and say, actually, the recession began even before we were even talking about a recession. Yeah. <laughs> and no. so if you want to read more about these individual members and who they've donated to, uh, you could go to townhall.com, check out Spencer's story on that. Uh, we'll probably have him on the show next week to talk about it because there's a lot of information there, which we're a little constrained on time today. We don't have time to dig into, but it's yeah. disgusting. And yeah. this is just one example of a bureaucratic, you know, just like unelected group of people yeah, who are, you know, for lack of a better term, the deep state. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, people, it's people say, well, the deep state is conspiracy, but yeah. uh, one, they admitted to it existing. You remember that? Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, well, it's, yeah it's the then, political class taking care of its own. Typical. Yeah. It, it went from there is no deep state to there is a deep state and they're not fighting hard enough. That yeah. was the best. <laughs> um, the whole thing is ridiculous. But then uh, we get the worst news yesterday evening that apparently a deal has been struck between Joe Manchin and Chuck Schumer yeah. on a disgusting, disgusting tax and spend bill, which is basically – a miniature version of the bullshit build back better thing, right? Yeah, but but remember, it's called the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. Well, that really cracks me up, and we're going to go into why that's total bullshit. But uh, first, I'd just like to point out that Manchin is a slimy, flip-flopping, scumbag, piece of politician, okay? Because he he had said previously that this was dead, that there was no hope of this going, right? Which which gained more GOP support on this bullshit chips bill, this shitty chips bill that's passing, right? Yeah. Um, and it barely broke the filibuster, right? Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't have if he had announced this before that, but they held the vote on that, it passed, right? And, yeah. you know, there is some decent stuff in that bill, of course. There's always some little crumbs of good stuff, and it is generally an anti-China bill, but there's a ton of pork in there that didn't need to be, right? Of course. And and so that's why – yeah, yeah. So that's why, you know, Republicans – a lot of Republicans were against this bill. But it passed, right, just barely. And then an hour later, he announces, oh, we have this deal. Yeah. So he yeah. was literally, you know, working behind everyone's back on this, which I, I just think is ridiculous. Like, if you're going to be a politician, like, have some honor, right? <laughs> like, hold your word. He literally just said, like, literally a week ago – this all of this is dead. Yeah. While he was working on it. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, he talks about like reasonable energy policies regarding global warming. Well, we all know what what most of his party thinks is reasonable. So I don't think there's any way he backs that. And also, remember, Kristen Cinema wasn't in on these negotiations. She hasn't even she hasn't even read the bill. So well, that could that could end up know, being the only could, thing that he could make the whole thing. You know, everyone's like, oh, you know, to this. but, you know, cinema is also the wild card. So that um, would be the only thing that saves us. Yeah. And it has but, a carried interest in there, by the way. Yeah. Well, so that's what I want to run through here is this Fugazi Chinese math that they're using on this. Right. Yeah. Because if anyone who actually, you know, has run a business before or, you know, runs a household budget realizes how ridiculous this just whole premise is that one this is going to reduce inflation and two they're saying it's going to reduce the deficit right mm -hmm. here's how they put this budget together 
They're saying they're going to raise $739 billion in additional revenue. Okay. Okay. Which yeah. comes through a corporate minimum tax of 15%, which, yeah, uh, yeah that's going to help the economy yeah. when yeah. these corporations need to pay more taxes, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll end up laying off employees and passing costs on to the consumer. So that's definitely going to help inflation right off the bat. Yeah. Prescription drug pricing reform. This is something that uh, unless you're really in the weeds of the policy on prescription drug pricing in this country, which most people are not, you know, and I don't blame them. They say that that's going to raise an additional $288 billion of revenue in savings on the Medicare side, which is just, you know, that's ridiculous math. Yeah. Everybody knows that there's never any savings in the government. Costs yeah. always expand, right? And not yeah. only that, what they're trying to institute here is essentially socialist price controls on yeah. prescription drug prices. Yeah. Most people would agree that maybe our prescription drug prices are a little bit too high. And I would agree with that too. But if you cap them at a level so low that there is no margin on them for these pharmaceutical companies, right? And you could argue that the pharmaceutical companies make too much money or whatever. But a lot of that money that they get is put into research and development. Yeah. Do you want new drugs? There is a reason. Yeah. Right. There is a reason that the United States has the best prescriptions in the world. There's a reason it's American pharmaceutical companies that put out these new cutting edge drugs that all these other countries rip off of us. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't ain't Canada or China leading that. Well, it could be China because they, 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 you know, they steal our intellectual property. Well, they steal the intellectual property. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. no, it's us. Yeah. uh, We're, yeah, we're the medicine cabinet of the world. And um, I mean, let's, I mean, getting back to your original point, the, the government being, you know, channeling the art of the deal here when it comes to pricing reforms. Yeah. If I'm an old person who needs prescriptions to like, you know, battle chronic illnesses and whatnot, I would, mm-hmm. I would be very nervous. <laughs> well, and then, you know, they further say that they're going to raise an additional $124 billion through aggressive IRS enforcement. Oh, that's good. Oh, right. is that is that going through everybody's Venmo transactions and trying yep. to see? If we, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Yeah, of course. They're going to come. Yeah. And they're going to audit everyone possible. Uh, and then the most interesting part is the carried interest loophole, which is only $14 billion. And I think in the end, we'll end up getting cut out of this because it would cause too much opposition. Yeah. Um, but then they get to the total investments with this money that they're supposedly going to raise through tax hikes and other ridiculous things. Energy security and climate change. Yeah, this is where I think... $369 billion yeah. in spending, in new yeah. spending. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think this is the area where things can get shaky for Manchin. Because remember, he always, he says this, but there are many, he's created many offerings for him to just abandon this totally. Mm-hmm. And you know that the House is going to want, you know, AOC and her crew are going to want all these insane neo trotskyite you know green new deal things that he can't vote for mm-hmm. so it's certainly disappointing but i'm gonna bet that this collapses well we can only pray yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, i mean hopefully that then yeah. the, the, my favorite part of this is they toss an additional 64 billion dollars for the affordable care act extension also known as obamacare because yeah. obamacare has caused health care premiums to rise so high yeah. that now they need to give more money to poor people 
because they can't pay the Obamacare premiums that we were promised was going to fix the entire healthcare yeah, system. These, these exchanges are just not stable yeah. at all. And, and it's been, and I know I'm not saying anything new. I mean, you, you've known it, we've known it. I think people who, who read our site know it for years that mm-hmm. the Obamacare exchanges are just, are just not su- sustainable at all. Mm-hmm. Nobody can pay the premiums. The health, the health insurers can't, you know, can't stay in the system. They're all leaving it. And it's just, but at the same time, one could argue that was by design. Yeah, so yeah. Of to say, look, 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 we tried it the somewhat free market way. That's why we need single payer, which yep. probably, you know, gets uh, so then, excited. But so they use that Fugazi math to say that this is going to reduce the deficit by $300 billion. Uh, well, it's not going to reduce uh, no. the <laughs> $1.4 trillion deficit. I mean, they, that's never going to happen, right? Yeah. And more spending during inflation and in a recession is a recipe for disaster. Yeah, and raising and taxes, taxes, I mean, raising taxes on the corporations that employ people. Yeah, right? these are designed to go after the largest corporations, the largest employers in the country. Yeah. Okay, we're yeah. talking about tens of thousands of jobs at stake here. But apparently, uh, Joe Manchin, who previously said that under no circumstance could you raise taxes during a recession. Uh, Let's take a listen to this clip. I, I don't think during a time of recession you mess with any of the taxes or increase any taxes. I can't look the people in West Virginia in the eye and ask them to pay a penny more until I know we're running this government efficient. What a f-ing liar. <laughs> 2010 Joe Manchin. <laughs> yeah, what a f-ing liar. What a flip-flopper. Just going back to my previous comment, you know, he he is one of those people that just goes with the breeze and when the breeze changes he's going he's always angling for corrupt deals and you know what him remember i've always talked about him maybe becoming a republican or an independent and caucusing with us to save his job now now you don't want him in 24 gone we're putting a republican in that seat in west virginia guarantee it i mean if he votes for this that will that will seal his fate which which could this could be his retirement plan is that he'll then become a high-paid, scumbag, slimy lobbyist for the Democrats spending <laughs> this, you know, $400 billion of climate change money, which includes, uh, I think, $14 billion for a methane tax for environmental justice. That's my favorite. Yeah. And we're going to dig more into that, of course, next week. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, enough e- economic bullshit. NBC, interestingly enough, and you wrote about this the other day, I think, the liberal media is turning hard on the Biden administration. You've noticed this, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, on uh, many fronts, not yeah. just, you know, not just the economy, but also on the FBI, DOJ, even some of the like people on the January 6th stuff are like, all right, enough of this. Like, can we just move on? Yeah. And <laughs> uh, so Merrick Garland did an interview with uh, Lester Holt and he was asked about a potential prosecution of President Trump because that's been a rumor that's circulating the last few days. Take a listen to what he had to say about that. You said in no uncertain terms the other day that no one is above the law. Yeah. That said, um, the indictment of a former president, of a perhaps candidate for president, would arguably tear the country apart. Is that your concern as you make your decision down the road here? Do you have to think about things like that? Look, we pursue justice without fear or favor. We intend to hold everyone, anyone, who was criminally responsible for the events surrounding January 6th, 
or any attempt to interfere with the lawful transfer of power from one administration to another accountable. That's what we do. I mean, mm-hmm. could you imagine Oh yeah. the fire that's going to be lit? Oh, yeah. If they try to prosecute President Trump? Yeah. Over something that we all know that, like, is not even criminal. Like, just let it go. For God's oh, yeah. sake. That would fracture the nation. I mean, you know, Joe Biden came into office saying, I want to unify the country. Well, uh, prosecuting the former president, not only is it a banana republic move, but not very unifying. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. But, you know, (laughs) that's the Democrats for you. At the same time, you know, Joe Biden wants to unite the the country when he need you know and he can you know he needs daily reminders to put on pants every day so i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that video that hostage video the other day didn't look so yeah, hot yeah the one that was uh, looked like it was shot in the haitian jail yeah that one was- <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> also why do they use this fake white white house set so much i don't know you notice that right like yeah. I, what's wrong with the white house well, What's wrong? at first I thought, cause you know, like it's not a big office, right? When you pack in right, right, of course, photographers yeah. and everything and stuff like during COVID, like you would guess, you know, okay, they're trying to, you know, it's, it's a bigger area. It's like a sound state. It's like, it's like a movie set, you know, it's bigger yeah. or whatnot, but Biden's already got the vid, you know, he's already recovered. So I don't know why it, it, mm-hmm. it's bizarre. It it really, is. It's weird. It looks like, it's like, it's like Mr. Rogers neighborhood, you know, it's like, what the hell are we doing here? Like, you know, <laughs> It's like a painting of the window and just like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's fake, just like his presidency. 100%. What else we got going on? A story you've been following. I haven't been following it that closely except for a few things. So this whole Brittany Griner being held in a Russian jail. Um, again, this is the WNBA who was dumb enough to bring drugs into a country that jails people for <laughs> criticizing the president. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, what a f- retard yeah, move yeah. that is like she should yeah. brought in the russian jail just for the idiocy of that move well, That's and, and then she signed papers during her interrogation without yeah. like a lawyer present or anything they're just like first of all like there was no translator and then they just said just sign this which like yeah. sealed, like sealed her fate and now she's been there since february but wh- why i'm following it is because you know first of all remember when lavar ball's son was involved in that alleged shoplifting incident yeah in China? Trump got him out. Yeah. Got him out quickly. Well, more importantly, and, though, remember when yeah. ASAP Rocky was in jail yeah. in Sweden? Yeah. And Trump basically threatened the Swedes with a trade yeah. war if they didn't yeah. just get him out of there. So, and now, you know, Joe Biden, Mr., you know, remember he's been in DC for 40 years. He knows how to wheel and deal. He can't get a WNBA star out of Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand the timing was also horrible because that's when the invasion began. And then, you know, you know, we started, you know, arming the Ukrainians, but a prisoner swap, like we're, we're back, we're back to this again. I don't well, Not only that, not only that, <laughs> who they're going to give to the Russians in exchange for this person is literally a f- terrorist. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's basically Bo Bergdahl reloaded. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I say, the, I say, the, let the, bout. <laughs> yeah, I say, let that drop in jail, but you know. Let's see what else we got cooking here. Oh, uh, whistleblowers also now claim the FBI is cooking the books on domestic extremism data. That's good. Oh, so you mean all those guys that were uh, – what's that What's that uh, federal – supposed federal um, white flag op? The uh, patriotic front? 
the guys yeah, who wear like the patriot front, and, yeah. yeah and like the the yeah. you know the green the, the white masks and stuff mm-hmm. oh and don't forget the dangerous parents at school board meetings too yes those them too mm-hmm. okay so i can see how you know if you had those two uh you know basically the country is like 75 percent domestic terrorists I, I yep. guess and there is a lot more information apparently coming from these whistleblowers to chuck grassley so we're going to talk a lot more about that next week yeah. there's some new information mm-hmm. of course you can follow the latest at townhall.com and all that new poll came out joe biden what do you think his approval rating is among hispanic voters now because remember last week it was uh 24 something like that which was a new historic low yeah i would say it went down another three to five yeah 19 percent 19 percent oh my god and uh overall he is well above 60 percent disapproval now the lowest score of the presidency a good one uh a little bit of irony here the dc mayor has called out the national guard to handle the influx of illegal immigrants in the city uh being dumped by the buses from texas shout out to governor greg abbott you know i remember just to admit uh, a little bit of wrongness on my part i remember when abbott announced this thing i said it wasn't going to make a difference it's making a difference (laughs) you notice these even these lib mayors now eric adams Muriel bowser are saying, oh, well, you know, we got to talk about the border now because, yeah. you know, we got a couple thousand illegals here. In yeah. attack. And they're using up all of our resources. I'm like, yeah. oh, too yeah, bad. Well, you know, they, they should ask how Texas and Arizona feel about that. Yeah. Um, Texas but, is like, we've been dealing with this for 35 years. Welcome to the party, pal. Like, yeah, well, uh, Bill Malusian tweeted uh, that it's been 4,000 illegals dumped in D.C. and that that's a low end of a good day in God. Texas. Yeah. So she doesn't like it so much now. Yeah. Last but not least, the dumbass clip of the day. This one was unbelievable. (laughs) The general manager of the Indianapolis Colts yesterday was doing a press conference, and then he was asked about the recent shooting in Indianapolis at the mall, which, of course, was stopped by the hero civilian who was concealed carrying. We've talked about that. Take a listen to what he had to say. You know, Highland Park, Uvalde, Greenwood, Buffalo, I mean, when is it, you know, when do we, when does some common sense come into play and when does this end? When do, when do our elected officials actually do something about it instead of their own political gain? And both sides of the, both sides, both sides are, are completely wrong. I'm not anti-gun, but I'm anti-military style weapons that it blows my mind away that an 18 year old kid can walk in and buy an AK-15 automatic weapon. That makes no sense. You know, I don't know what I don't know what an AK-15 automatic weapon is, but yeah. I would like one. It's not. I mean, it probably exists in Goldeneye, but that's a video game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, listen, Chris Ballard, you you've turned around that offensive line, but uh, just just stick to football. Yeah, you still have free hard. Yeah. <laughs> all right so that's going to wrap up the episode for today of course as usual it is time for the shameless plug so if you enjoy triggered and wanted uncensored and today's was a really good uncensored i promise you that because my segment on joe mansion i'm sure mr producer is going to have to clean quite a bit of that so uh <laughs> become a town hall vip member at townhallvip.com use the promo code save america for 40 percent off get into this exclusive club of Patriots. You will get a ton of exclusive VIP content from Matt, Katie, Kurt. I mean, the list goes on and on. So townhallvip.com, use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 40% off. Thank you to all of you who are VIP members. It means the world to us that you support us. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners. We love you. 
Um, and if you'd like to reach out, email is triggered at townhall.com. We're going to get to, uh, we got a couple reader emails, so we're going to get to those next week. We're just running right. up against the hard stop here on the time. So uh, on that note, we hope you have a tremendous weekend, and we will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. Yeah.